And welcome back to the Prospect League Podcast. This is Ryan, your host. We can go over our league standings. In the East Ohio River Valley Division, we have the Champion City Kings at 13-7, and seven, the Miners at 11-8, and eight, Chillicothe at 8-12, and 12, and Johnstown at 5-15. and 15. They have a six-game losing streak at the moment. The Wabash River Division, Lafayette Aviators 15-5, and five, Danville at 12-8, and eight, Rex at 9-12, and 12, and the Illinois Valley Pistol Shrimp at 6-16. Six and 16. In the West, we have the Great River Division. Burlington is 10-10, and 10, Normal at 10-10, and 10, Quincy at 9-10, and 10, and Clinton Lumber Kings at 8-13. and 13. They have an eight-game losing streak at the moment. Also in the West, the Prairie Lane Division, Springfield Sliders at 14-7, and 7, O'Fallon at 13-7, and 7, Cape at 12-9, and 9, and Alton River Dragons at 8-13. and 13. I believe Cape moved up from last to third there, and they're only two games behind. A neat piece of news here from the Rex versus Sliders game the other night. Dr. Greg Bell threw out the first pitch. He was a U.S. Olympic gold medalist. He won that gold medal in the 1956 Melbourne Olympics with a long jump distance of 7.83 meters. I wonder if he can still do that. I'm sure he probably can. Also want to note that the league standings, um, there's still 40 games to play, so it's literally anybody's um, division. So 40 games is a long way out. We're only 20 games in, so... Any of these teams could make it the first place and in the championships. So uh, by no means is this over uh, by a long stretch. Now we'll go over our statistic leaders. Now, I put the all-time uh, record holders for these statistics because we're getting kind of close to some of these records. Uh, and we're 20 games in, so 40 games left. And some of these guys could probably get really close to the records, if not breaking the records. So for home runs... The all-time home run leader was Giancarlo Brunoni. He played for the Chillicothe Paints in 2012. He had 20 home runs. Rob Westheyer from Rex has 8. Tanner Craig from Lafayette has 7. Matt Shark out of Quincy has 7. Jackson Jones from Burlington has 6. And Pat Mill with the Miners has 5. All-time leader with average is Aaron Meyer. He played for DuPage in 2015. He has a 423 average. Our leader so far, Chase Carney with the Kings, has a 482 batting average. Lucas Galdani with the Kings has a 481. Rob Westheyer with Rex has 435. Pat Mills with the Miners from 433. And Gino D'Alessio with Quincy with 421. The RBI all-time leader has 66, and that was Matthew Teller with Springfield in 2012. Tanner Craig with Lafayette has 28. Trevor Johnson with Lafayette has 25. Chase Carney with the Kings has 24. And Taylor Keenan with Danville has 24. So with that RBI leader, uh, Tanner Craig has 28 at the moment. We still have 40 games, and the all-time leader was 66. There's a really good chance that Tanner Craig could probably get really close to that number. He was our prospect league slugger of the week or last week, and he had a really good week. I think he hit over you know 10 RBIs. I mean, if he puts that up for the next couple of weeks, there's a really close chance that he could be touching that record. Now with our pitching statistics. Win leaders all-time was eight, and that was done by multiple players. We don't have record of the of the names of those, or at least I don't. I can't find that. Dylan DeLeon with the Sliders has four. Mason Palmier of the Hoots has four. Jacob Leisure from Danville has three. Adam Stilts with Alton has three. Anthony Klein from the Hoots has three. Our strikeout leaders all time was Brad Zepperman with Lafayette in 2017. Ryan Irma has 43. He's with the Shrimp. He was also the Prairie Milks Farm Pitcher of the Week uh, for Week One. Hayden Birdsong from Danville has 34. Brent Hogue from Quincy has 30. Cade Snell with Danville has 27. And McLean Harris from Burlington has 27. ERA leader all-time was Jae Song Hwang 
and I apologize if I said that wrong. He was with West Virginia in 2013. He had a .36 ERA for the year. Right now, our leaders are Mac Hickman with the sliders with 47. Jake Silverstein for the paints has a 1.06. Mason Palmier with the hoots has a 1.17. Ryan Ehrman with the shrimp has 1.39. And Dylan Broski has a 1.59. If you notice some of the names, we said those over and over and over, it seems like, especially with the certain statistics. Ryan Ehrman. We had Mason Palmier. We had Mac Hickman have you know mentioned several times. And now it's time to announce the Prospect League podcast slugger of the week, and that is Brent Witter of the Champion City Kings. Infielder for the Kings there, he hit 563. He had five games, 16 at-bats, three runs, nine hits, two doubles, a triple, four RBIs, and three walks. He only struck out one time and committed one error throughout the week. So congratulations to Mr. Witter there of the Champion City Kings. And with that, we'll be right on the other side of this break with an interview with Jose Polanco. He's one of our Prospect League umpires he recently got a promotion and uh, was selected to go to the minor leagues. So congratulations to Mr. Polanco. I hope you enjoy this interview with him. A uh, really nice guy, and uh, we wish him all the best. Congratulations to Mr. Polanco. Back to the Prospect League podcast. Today we have Jose Polanco. He's one of the umpires here with the Prospect League. He recently just got called up to the minor leagues, which is really awesome. And uh, I think we're going to discuss that here today on the interview. And uh, we do appreciate you coming onto the show. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me, Ryan. Yeah, definitely. Anytime. Um, could you go over your background here in baseball um, and tell us about how you got started umpiring? Um, well, I used to live in Jersey, and um, I went down to South Carolina, Myrtle Beach, to play some summer ball for college in Woodbat League. And um, the assigner there for umpires told me, you know, you're a pretty good baseball player. I can make you a better umpire. <laughs> um, he said he can get me into pro school and get me a job in the pros. So I had nothing else to do after college, so I might as well just become an umpire. And uh, I guess it got me to where I'm at today. So it was a completely random thing that uh, you become an umpire. Oh, super random. <laughs> That's crazy. Now, now you're being called up to the minor leagues. What do you think about that? It's awesome. It's definitely a blessing. Um, I do got to give thanks to Don Wiggins, which is my assigner back home in Myrtle Beach, um, and all the guys back home. They just helped me tremendously. Um, I worked with a couple of pro guys before going into school, and they got me ready to get a job. So I do give thanks to them. Um, now, I don't know a whole lot about the umpires here in the Prospect League, and I don't know if the fans do either. Do you have a routine that you follow? Do you follow the teams? Are you assigned to a certain team? Uh, there's not a whole lot of info out on the umpires, uh, and we'll probably have to change that here soon with the website. Um, no, so we actually get our crew schedule, and uh, we just drive around making sure that everybody is at a certain location. Um, we don't really travel with teams. We just go out and do the entire league. Um, our assigner, John White, is the guy that does our scheduling and um, does a really good job with it. We've been traveling around uh, the Midwest. It's actually my first time out in the Midwest. 
So um, it's a great, great experience, great scenery. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, definitely. If you're from the Northeast, I'm south of Cape Girardeau. So Cape Girardeau is the closest team that I have to me, about 15 minutes or so. Probably a completely, completely different atmosphere than what you're used to. 100%. I was driving with my crewmate, Eric Gadsky, and um, he's been out and he's traveled the world a bit. And I told him, this is the most most trees I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> um, have these long drives, you know, six, seven-hour drives to get to our next city. And um, it's just six, seven hours of straight uh, country, so to speak. Uh, just trees, farms, uh, animals. <laughs> so definitely a great experience, I'll tell you that for sure. There's almost nothing to look at in this area other than fields. It's kind of funny. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> being an umpire, what, what is your – what do you hope to gain being an umpire? I know that's kind of a dumb question, but is there something that you are – what is your goals with being an umpire? Um, Just integrity. Just keeping um, keeping pace of the game and just making sure the game goes as followed. Uh, just making sure that everything goes as planned and um, making sure – you know, our job is to enforce rules and – and be, you know, cop of the game, but also just making sure that the kids are having fun out there. Um, these wood bat leagues in the summertime is a great experience for the college kids. Uh, they get out to go and play and experience just like we are. Uh, we just want to make sure everybody's out there having fun. Do you have any uh, heat moments with either the managers or some of the players here in the prospect league? Do you get, like, you know, uh, it comes, um, yeah, it comes with part of the game. You know, just uh, it can be a close play. Uh, to end a rally or something, you know, we just call what we see, but um, it just comes with the heat of the moment. It's nothing personal at all. Um, you know, after the games, everybody just has normal conversations, but during the game, you know, it's very competitive and uh, we just try to keep peace throughout the whole, entire game. But uh, yeah, there's some moments where, you know, this disagreement and all, but we just try to keep it as cordial as possible and respectful as possible. And just keep the game moving. Is that something that they have to teach you guys or to help, uh, uh, develop you guys to control. I know that would kind of be hard for me if I'm having screaming people at me, you know, to help, you know, g- keep the game going without getting a hot head. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just about uh, game management, game situation, situation handling, um, just listening to what the coach has for you or um, what the player has. You know, you just want to listen to them, hear them out, and then give them what we have as well um, so we can come to that understanding so that we can also keep the game moving as well. Um, if everybody's respectful on the field, you know, all heated and all, but uh, everybody respectful, we keep the game moving and everything goes as quietly or as peaceful, you can say. Is fan interaction ever a problem? I know uh, it probably seems like it on TV or if you're at a game, you hear a bunch of fans, you know, griping at the umpire. Do you guys just completely ignore that or is that something like you kind of have in the back of your head? Like maybe I need to start doing calls a certain way or, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. Uh, yeah, we just keep doing what we're doing. We don't really pay mind to fans. Um, you know, you have some funny fans out there, some fans that scream at you for little things. But uh, if you let that get into your head, then it'll change the entire way you call the game. Um, so we just try to ignore as much as possible and uh, just call our game. How long have you been with the Prospect League? Uh, this is my first year, actually. Really? Um, I went to pro school in 2020 um, with the whole COVID year. I got assigned to the CPL, which is Coastal Plains League. Um, but last year, the league went with um, local umpires because of the whole COVID situation. So uh, Dusty Dillinger, which is the minor league um, supervisor for umpires, 
he sent my number over to John White so I can get some work in before I head out to the Appalachian League. Um, so it's been a blessing all around, honestly. Um, the Prospect League, Dennis Baston does a great job running this um, this league. The coaches are great. Players are great. Baseball is great. So no complaints on this side, i tell you that for sure. Now with COVID, did you have any uh, problems being an umpire? I know you're so close to the players and you're close to – what close to what, sixty guys on a team, you know, in between the two teams during a game, or you know, thirty. However, was there a problem doing that? I mean, I know that there were certain regulations of players having to wear masks and what, and, and some of the leagues. Uh, what did you guys have to do during uh, last year? Uh, we had to wear masks as well, um, six feet apart. We followed all COVID protocols. Um, it was just honestly a blessing to get the kids out there during this pandemic and um, try to get them to forget what's going on in this world with the pandemic and COVID and all. Um, so, yeah, we did follow protocols. We had our mask on uh, six feet apart. Coaches were only allowed to come to the foul line um, to speak. Uh, it's a lot of changes, but we adjusted to it, and we tried our best to keep all protocols in line and all. So. Right. It seems like everybody seems to have been, you know, done a really great job, at least here in the Prospect League, with following those guidelines and keeping everybody safe. I think which is the main priority, of course, when we're playing baseball is to keep everybody safe anyways. Um, is there anybody in baseball that you look up to as an umpire? Uh, yeah, a couple guys that were my instructors in um, pro school. You got Matt Brown as a double-A umpire, Cody Clark, triple-A umpire. Um, all these guys are from the Myrtle Beach area, and they took us under their under their wings and uh, basically trained us to get to where we're at today. Um so all these guys, uh, Zach Knapp, there's a whole bunch of umpires that are big names in the umpire world. Um, they helped me out tremendously, so I do look up to all of them. With umpire, you were talking about going to umpire school. What is that all inside? What does that you know encompass? We I really don't know. I haven't studied umpiring. I don't know you know a whole bunch about umpiring other than what we see on TV, and I'm sure a lot of the listeners don't either. Could you go about you know what you learned at umpire school? What do they teach you? How does that go? Um, so it's a four-week program down in Florida. There's two different schools. You have the Minor League Umpire Academy, and you have Wendelstead Umpire School. Um, I went to the Minor League Academy. Uh, basically, for the four weeks, we're reading the rule book word by word, page by page. Um, and then we have on-field training as well every day um, where we're going over repetitions, going over certain plays, runners on bases, um, and just going through it all. Um, then you have the, the advanced course, which is a week long after the four-week program. Um, if you get selected for that, uh, that's when you get the opportunity to try to get a job in the minor leagues. Um, I do advise anybody that wants to umpire to go to um, any of both schools. There's so much training um, that helps you out tremendously as an umpire and just makes you a better person as well. With the umpiring school, do you do simulated games or do you do any uh, hands-on umpiring and I don't know, you know, if, if they have mock games that you guys have to do or are you set with a local league? Um, no. So where, where I was at in the academy, uh, we just had fellow umpires come in and uh, we all play the field. Uh, the instructors had a fungo and simulated games are like that. Um, I know in Windowsbet they have games that they actually call um, with local teams that come in. But um, with us, it was just simulated. Us umpires uh, will play the field. Uh, run the bases, and then you had the umpire crew that's actually calling outs and saves and balls and strikes out there. But um, 
that was that's all we did. Not no simulated games with um, other teams coming in and playing for us. So they throw y'all directly right into action once you're out of the school. Um, yes. So um, you go back to your respected areas where you live at, um, and then about two months after they'll call you for your job assignment um, and let you know where you're gonna head to, head to. Um, but you'll go back, and I I went back and I worked some college ball and I worked some high school ball in the area before getting ready to come out to the Prospect League. Yeah, definitely. I was That's what I was kind of wondering if maybe you had just a little bit of uh, experience before, you know, heading into the Prospect League or into a bigger league like that. You got a promotion to say into the the minor leagues now. How did that happen? Is there a scout that goes around scouting uh, local umpires like they do the players? Or was it just a, hey, can you come up for us? Um, no, yeah, we have evaluations. Um, all the assigners, big assigners, all speak with each other. They know each other. So they're constantly speaking about umpires. And um, it's almost like players, you know, you get, I guess, uh, evaluated. And if your evaluations are good, then you keep moving up. Um, you just got to go out there and do your job, um, work 100% every single time you're out on the field. And uh, you'll definitely get recognized and you'll get picked up for something or higher baseball. Um, I would just say to any fellow umpires or umpires that are want to get into it, college kids, it's a great job. Um, especially for college kids in the summertime, you can make so much money working, you know, rec ball or doing travel ball leagues. Um, get into it. We're definitely short on umpires in the areas and a lot of areas around the country. Um, so recruitment is big. So if you want to umpire, look, uh, call us, call anybody you know that umpires and get into it. We can definitely use the help around the country. So um, we're always available to speak. Uh, we can always help. So, um, yeah, feel free to call. Feel free to text anything. Uh, get in contact with us, and we'll help you guys out. We appreciate you coming on the show today. It was kind of short notice, and uh, and uh, we do cr- congratulate you on your uh, your big achievement here, making it to the minor leagues. Thank you. I really appreciate you guys having me, and uh, it was definitely a pleasure. Welcome back. Thank you for sticking around for the whole podcast. Uh, any news from the Prospect League, you can find that on prospectleague.com. Click around on the website. It's very extensive, uh, as well as each one of these teams has their own websites with tons of information. And if you have any questions or comments, please write me at ryan at prospectleaguepodcast.com. And until next time, we'll see you at the ballpark. Thanks for listening, guys.